0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, rugby fans, and welcome to episode 64 of the DNVR Rugby Podcast. My name's Colton Strickler. As always, I'm your host. Uh, excited to be back on a little bit more regular of a schedule this week after the, the crazy week that was last week with so much going on at Infinity Park. We had the Rugby Town Crossover Academy's first ever camp um, going on at the same time as the USA Women's Rugby test match, or the scrimmages, excuse me, the Stars versus Stripes scrimmage. There's a lot going on. I was trying to be everywhere at once. Um, I did the best I could. So we'll go ahead and jump into the show the same way we do every week, and that's with the breakdown. So this week in the breakdown, I'm just going to start off by kind of giving some of my final thoughts on the Rugby Town Crossover Academy's November camp. Uh, like I said all week, I thought it was awesome. I kept writing that in the blogs that I was writing throughout the week. Um, but it really was fun to watch, and not just because it was fun to watch live rugby practice again, even though that was cool. But it was cool to see all these high-level athletes, all these Division One uh, pro football players, high-level Division One wrestlers, step out of their comfort zone, try something new with rugby, um, and, and let me watch and let me ask questions about it afterwards. I think it's hard enough to try something new, um, but it's especially hard when you have a bunch of people watching you and wanting to ask you about certain things after it. So. Big credit to them for taking the chance to come out and do this camp, um, especially with everything going on in the world. Like I mentioned, I thought Glendale did about as good of a job as they could, making it safe, uh, making sure people were safe before anything else. So, um, but it, it, I mean, it was just a cool camp. I think I really think Glendale's on to something with this, with this camp and with the way they're kind of running that program. Um, so I, I think it's going to be something special. I think once people see what it looks like. Uh, when they do start playing matches and stuff, I think they'll be excited as well. Um, but I don't, I don't know, really know about the next steps just yet. Um, I don't know specifics of it all, but I do know that around 24 of the people that came to this camp last week have expressed interest to come back and train and play a spring season. Um, obviously, in the spring, I know that they're going to bring in a few more people throughout the month of December, just kind of for like one-off like workout stuff and see if they'd be interested, it's, you know, kind of like a recruiting trip. Um, and, and, you know, but as all that stuff happens, I'll be sure to, to bring everybody the news that's going on with that. And I will be following up with all the players and the coaches that, that were, you know, part of last week's camp. So um, I'll, I'll make sure that I keep everybody in the loop as I keep learning stuff about it. So, but like I said, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was a, a big success. I don't think you talk to anybody inside Glendale's program that, that would disagree with that. Uh, that seems to be the feeling and and the message around that whole camp. So, um, you know, the sky's the limit for it. I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. And, of course, I'll be there every step of the way. So uh, we'll go ahead and move into the MLR side of things. So uh, signings t- continue to roll in. They continue to be announced by different teams and whatnot. So I'm not sure if I talked about this on the show yet. I went back and looked at my notes for the last week's show, and I don't think I did. But the Los Angeles Giltinis have confirmed that they have signed uh, former Raptor Blake Rogers, and friend of the program Nick Bor. Oh, guys, both a friend of the program. Actually, I had both of them on. I had Blake on back during the season and when he was injured. And then I had Nick, of course, on a couple times. second time he announced he was going to Los Angeles. So, Giltini's put all that out. That's confirmed. Um, and then another signing that happened over the weekend uh, that I don't I don't think anyone else picked up. I saw it on Instagram, but... I was on the coaching side of things. So Steve Brett, he served at the Raptors, attack coach in 2020, announced on Instagram that he'll be coaching with Rugby ATL in 2021. I thought I was going to have this up on my phone by now, but I forgot to do that. It's in my pocket, so I'm pulling this up, and here's what he said. Uh, Quote, I'm happy to announce that in 2021, I'll be joining the Rugby Atlanta team for the MLR season. I'm looking forward to the next challenge ahead, something positive to look forward to, too. I just want to thank the team at Colorado Raptors Rugby for everything last season, and I wish everyone there all the best for their future plans. So Steve Brett's headed to Rugby ATL um didn't get the chance to know steve too well but very polite guy every time I, I was around him he made sure to say hello so wish steve all the best uh moving down to rugby atl they have a good one down there and steve so uh congrats to that and that kind of wraps up the former raptor tracker um i have of course updated the former raptor tracker with all those signings including steve so it's current as of the a couple of days ago uh, when steve made that announcement uh, so, of course, any other signings that come through, I know there's still quite a few that haven't been announced yet. I will update the Raptor Tracker as those happen. So make sure you stick along uh, with us for that. Follow that at the DNVR.com. And, of course, on Twitter, I'm always updating it on Twitter as well. So uh, last little bit of MLR news is that the teams released the kit for the 2021 season last Tuesday. Uh, I know that feels like a lifetime ago with, with all the stuff that we've been putting out this last week. But make sure you go check those out. Um, look, They look pretty cool. So with that, we'll go ahead and jump into the last part of the breakdown. Uh, and That's all the rugby you can watch on TV this weekend. So we'll start with the rugby championship, Argentina versus New Zealand. Um, If you've been following Argentina's journey through this rugby championship, it's been pretty impressive. They beat New Zealand two weeks ago, and then last weekend they uh, played to a draw against Australia. So they'll get another crack at New Zealand on Friday at 10.30 p.m. on ESPN+. Of course, that's in Mountain Time. Uh, We'll see how that goes. Uh, autumn's nation cups rolling on uh that's out in flow rugby so we've got scotland versus fiji at 11:45 a.m on saturday we've got wales versus england at 2 p.m on saturday and then we've got france versus italy at 7 p.m again you can catch all those matches on flow rugby um moving into guinness pro 14 we've got canuck versus ospreys at 12:30 p.m on saturday we've got scarlet's versus leinster at 10:10 10 a.m on sunday Got Cardiff Blues versus Glasgow Warriors at twelve thirty p.m. on Sunday. We've got Benetton versus Dragons one fifteen p.m. on Sunday. We've got Edinburgh versus Ulster at one ten p.m. on Monday, and then we've got Munster versus Zebra at 1010, 1.10 p.m. on Monday as well. You can watch all those matches on ESPN Plus. Um, then finally. Wrap it up with Premiership Rugby. So, I know it feels like Premiership Rugby just ended. That's because it did. But the pandemic kind of pushed their whole schedule into the next year's schedule. So, this is round two. Round one started last weekend. So, back to Premiership Rugby. We've got Newcastle versus Sales Sharks at 12.45 p.m. on Friday. We've got Northampton versus Harlequins at 7 a.m. on Saturday. We've got Gloucester versus Wasps at 8 a.m. on Saturday. Bristol versus Worcester at 8 a.m. on Saturday. Exeter versus Bath at 10.30 a.m. on Saturday. And then London Irish versus Leicester at 9.15 a.m. on Sunday. And you can watch all those matches on Peacock. Um, I know I've used Peacock since the rugby's got transferred over. It's a lot cheaper and it works great. So that's all the rugby you can watch on TV this weekend. So make sure you check that out. Uh, if you got a few days off from work, maybe catch some of those Friday games. Uh, yeah, I mean, and then, you know, Sunday, Saturday, make sure you sprinkle in some rugby with your football, so that's that's what I'm going to be doing, I uh, hope you all do as well, so with that we'll go ahead and jump into the interview portion of the show, so I grabbed a couple interviews when I was out at the last day of the camp on Saturday, so the first one you'll hear is from Daryl Tolson, he played semi-pro football in West Virginia, got invited to a combine where he caught the eye of Glendale's rugby department, uh, and they reached out to him, flew him out to Denver for the, for the camp, so guys that's never played rugby before, uh, was looking good. We've got the second one you'll hear is with Casey mcdermott vie uh, He was a utility man at TCU for the football team throughout his cr- uh, college football career. He played offensive line, defensive line, fullback, and tight end. Originally from New Zealand, so he's no stranger to rugby. Uh, played so well at TCU, has got a look at the Seahawks. They invited up for rookie minicamp uh, playing fullbacks. Talked to him a little bit about that. Um, and then finally, you'll hear conversation with Michael Bandy. He was one of the guys that, that kind of caught my eye from day one. He picked up rugby really quickly. Uh, he's a guy who's taken all the trainings very seriously. He's incredibly competitive from what I saw in just the six or six or seven days that he was here. Uh, and, and he's an athlete. I'll, I'll go ahead and read some of these stats to you. So he's a two-time All-American wide receiver at University of San Diego. Two-time All-PFL first-team unanimous selection. Consensus All-American at wide receiver in 2018. Uh, One of six players to earn first-team honors on each of the following All-American teams in 2018. Uh, Associated Press, FCS All-America first-team. FCS All-America first-team. Walter Camp, FCS All-America first-team. FCS ADA All-America team. First USD player to earn an award from the organization and program history. Uh, 2018 AFCA All-America second-team honors two-time San Diego Sports Association Amateur Star of the Year in 2018 and 2019, finished a 2018 season with 1,698 receiving yards. That's the fifth most in a single season in FCS history and his average of 141.5 receiving yards per game, is 10th best all-time, 1,152 receiving yards as a senior, making him the first Torero to ever have a pair of 1,100-plus receiving yard seasons. Set FCS records for average yards per catch uh, 32.4 during victory against Davidson. He just roasted Davidson based on these stats. Uh, set the USD record in receiving yards in a season. Uh, was second in receptions with 88 and third in receiving touchdowns with 14 in 2018. Set the USD record for receiving yards in a single game. 324 in victory against Davidson, which is the eighth most in FCS history. So, I mean... I just went through his, you know, his page on the USD Terreros website. But these are the type of athletes that, that Glendale brought in for this camp. Like, and I hope that paints a good picture because, you know, this guy, for, for whatever reason, is not playing in the NFL. Um, but obviously one of the better receivers in college football last year at the FCS. So uh, that's Michael Bandy. Had a very quick chat with him. So just kind of wanted to read off those stats just so you guys see. Uh, you know, these are the type of guys that Glendale worked to bring in. These are the type of guys they're recruiting. Uh, they're, they're really trying to go out and get elite athletes and teach them rugby, and uh, Michael Bandy was a, was a perfect example because he was a guy that got in here, picked it up really fast, uh, took it very seriously, and uh, a guy I hope to see playing rugby down the road. So with that, we'll go ahead and kick it to my conversations with Daryl Tolson, Casey mcdermott Vi, and Michael Bandy. All right, out here for day six at the Rugby Town Crossover Academy's November camp with Daryl Tolson. Daryl, how's it going? It's going pretty well. Going pretty well. Yeah. So, Daryl, could you just kind of tell us, like, have you ever played rugby before? Is this, like, your first experience with rugby? This is my
1: first experience. Never yeah. played it ever. <laughs> How did you get the invite to this yeah. camp? Um, Honestly, it was definitely out of the blue. Um, I think it came from, I did a combine of uh, February earlier this year, and um, I guess Peter got my numbers from the combine, and he just was interested, and he sent me an email first and then called me.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you played football, is that correct? Yes. Where did you play football? What position did you play? Um, I played, I didn't play college, uh, no. but I definitely played semi-pro, and I played uh, defensive end yeah. and linebacker. Yeah. So how have you liked the week so far? Have, have you kind of like caught the bug for rugby? definitely definitely caught the bug for rugby yeah. uh, it definitely gave me a whole new outlook on the sport uh, I thought football was a man sport like <laughs> this is sport you want to play to be a man and then I play this and I'm like no like this is truly like it takes a lot of guts to play this yeah. so was it kind of what you were expecting or like what has been different about the camp that, that you kind of thought when you were coming in um it's definitely different than I expected um I thought it was gonna be like a lot more running and not too much contact, but it was definitely more contact than what I expected it to be.
0: If you had to like pick, was there like a certain part of the week or some type of drill or a day that you kind of sticks out in your mind? That's kind of been your favorite part of this week. The
1: jackal, the jackal drill, was the part that's really stood out to me. because of the fact that I, I felt like I had bad technique tackling every time we went through those drills. Good. So for me to be able to do that drill and finally land a good hit on somebody and right. the technique was, like, flawless, yeah. and then the coach looks at me and he's like, that was a good hit. Like, he's excited. Like, yeah. <laughs> for me making the hit, that was definitely the standout point. Very nice. So is this something you think you're going to keep
0: sticking to? You think you're going to keep trying to play rugby? Definitely, most definitely. Yeah, That's awesome. Well, that's all the question I have for you, Dale. Thanks so much for your time, man. I appreciate it. No problem. All right, out here at day six of the Rugby Town Crossover Academy with Casey mcdermott Bye, Casey, how's it going, man? It's going good. Going hey. good. How you doing? Good. <laughs> so, can, Casey, could you tell us a little bit about your football career? I know you kind of played all over the place at T, uh, TCU and just kind of, you know, talk about TCU and then uh, what was after TCU. Absolutely. So, I got recruited to play defensive line for TCU. I
2: uh, was there for five years, uh, very short of my freshman year. Uh, first two years I played defensive line and then my last three years I played offense right guard uh tight end yeah. fullback and then my last I guess my last year at TCU as well I was playing a little bit of defense alignment yeah. too um so yeah I was all over the place but uh, I mean um it, I felt like it helped me a lot just you yeah. know being an athlete um learning offense and defensive plays learning the scheme of things so uh loved it and um I was fortunate enough to you know get a, a rookie invite training camp with Seattle Seahawks last year and um huh. so yeah so um it's uh, paid off pretty yeah. good yeah. utility
0: man did you have a favorite position um, <laughs> played yeah. everywhere. I
2: mean honestly I, I like Divas Line Yeah. Um, you know it was just it was so natural to me it was uh-huh. like you know second nature but uh, obviously I had to adjust to that so right. um, I, I love it no matter what yeah so how did you yeah. kind of learn about this experience or
0: this uh, you know opportunity
2: yeah so um, I checked my Twitter last week and <laughs> uh, you know I, know I never go on Twitter Yeah. and I checked my DMs and I had like a request message from Rugby Town USA and I thought it was a spam yeah and I replied back and they responded back pretty quickly and I gave them my number and I talked to Pete on the phone like three hours later so yeah. um here I am so yeah it was Very pretty nice. funny what's yeah. your
0: experience with rugby do you have any yeah so I grew up
2: playing in Auckland New. Z- I mean I was born and raised in Auckland New Zealand mm-hmm. obviously that's the number one sports rugby uh, it's in my DNA it's in my blood I mean everybody played in my family my dad um so yeah so growing up playing it obviously ended up quit playing it because i moved to the states when, when i was 12 mm-hmm. and um so but i mean i'll play every once in a while um you know for fun with family friends but yeah never really got back into playing you know contact but now everything's coming back full circle so yeah, we'll see how it goes funny how that happens, yeah huh? exactly
1: have you ever been out here
2: before Oh yes, I've been to Denver. I have mm-hmm. a couple of uh, friends here, so yeah. I've been I've,
0: I've been to Denver every did, once in a while. Did you know that Infinity Park was here? Is this I, it's my yeah, it's
2: my first time meeting seeing it. it's pretty sweet. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, a lot of teams, rugby teams here in the United States they, they
0: don't they don't <laughs> have this, so yeah. this is pretty sweet. Yeah. All right, Casey, That's all the questions I have for you, man. I appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate oh, it. Thank you. Yeah. All right, out here uh, day six of the Rugby Town Crossover Academy November camp with Michael Bandy. Michael, how's it like, going, oh, man? Pretty good. Just got done with our
3: last day. um it was really starting to come together at the end uh we started to develop a connection and just uh uh, a learning for the game yeah Yeah, that was really cool
0: so you you played football at san diego is that right can you tell us a little bit about your football career like what position you played how you you got recruited to san diego What, what was it like playing at san diego um so i mean i was recruited
3: late out of high school um played wide receiver um, for San Diego. Didn't contribute too much my first two years and then my last two years I kind of yeah. took off and had a couple All-American seasons um, and then after that trying to you know pursue the NFL or XFL CFL um, hasn't worked out yet so I got a call for rugby and yeah uh, now I'm here. Yeah how do have you ever
0: what was your experience with rugby? Did you ever play before you ever watch it or anything like that?
3: No I've never played yeah I have watched
0: it yeah. and I just
3: I mean to be honest it just looks like they're to- <laughs> tossing it back to each other but yeah. Now that i'm here it's a crazy experience it's yeah. been a lot of fun um, just learning the game learning something new i feel like i told the coaches the other day i
0: felt like yeah. a kid like learning yeah. a new sport so it was pretty cool Are you catching the bug yeah definitely yeah definitely yeah it's really fun yeah uh cool man what, what was kind of your favorite part of the camp this week now that it's over um you had to pick a day or a drill or something that you learned or anything along
3: those lines um probably trying to create space on offense and yeah. just being able to ma- manipulate defenders so that there could be space yeah. um, and just to be able to move the ball down the field. Yeah. Yeah, number one is to move forward. So, yeah.
0: Boom, awesome. well, Michael. That's all the questions I have for me. We appreciate the time. I'm yeah, thank you very much. You down the road. I appreciate it. All right, I hope everybody enjoyed those conversations with Daryl Tolson, Casey mcdermott Vi, and Michael Bandy. As always, thank you to the guests that take time to chat with me. Um, Just a couple quick interviews, but the guests make the show, So, and and I realize that, and I appreciate the time that they gave me after those trainings, so uh, big thanks to those guys again. So we'll go ahead and jump into required reading, and and it's kind of weird to even kick to that because there is no required reading this week. Uh, I encourage you all to go read my blogs that I wrote regarding last week's camp, but otherwise, enjoy the Thanksgiving break. Um, So that kind of jumps us into the loop. I'm going to take these next few days off, and I'll be back to hit the ground running next week, so be sure to keep with up with us on Twitter, at DNVR underscore rugby and at Colton Strickler. Make sure you read all the work at the DNVR.com. That's where I was putting all the stuff from last week. Uh, worked hard to kind of cover the camp as best I could, uh, talked to a lot of different guys. We'll be following up with a lot of different guys over the next few weeks. Um, and, of course, picking these guys that come in for these one-day workouts going to try to make sure I catch the conversation with them and then just kind of document how these workouts are going as well and then of course as, as we move into the new year we'll see what happens with the program but really sounds like they're going to be playing a spring season and and that'll be awesome because it will kind of give us a, some more chance to cover this this kind of cool experiment that's been going on so and then finally to close the show I just wanted to say since it's Thanksgiving week I wanted to take a minute to thank every one of you that listens to the show interacts with me on Twitter reads my writing or supports me in anything else I do. Uh, everybody that does that, you you all are the reason that that what I do is possible. I don't take it for granted. Uh, I love this job; it's the best job I've ever had. I love that I get to you know watch, write, talk about rugby, uh, talk about the people, talk to the people that make rugby so awesome, and uh, it's been fun to kind of cover rugby in America these last few years as it grows and and it gets a lot bigger. So, and, and the reason I'm able to do that is because of, of all you guys. So, uh, thank you so much for that. Uh, Like I said, you are the reason I have this job, Uh, so thank you. I don't take it for granted, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. So with that, that's my show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you had a great week. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving, a great long weekend, and I'll catch you all back here next week.